I feel like people are being pandered to right now. No one's being pushed outside of anything they want to do. Yeah, live your truth, whatever. I'm here to offer an alternative opinion. I'm Danielle Elizabeth, and this is my podcast. Aren't podcasts supposed to have cute names and stuff, though? This week, I want to talk about the power of gratitude. I've been thinking a lot about gratitude this week, and I always want to attack these podcasts with the mindset of what are you going to get the most out of in 20 minutes? And that's why I've, I've named them the power of blank is the power of something. And I want to be sure that each week I'm actually speaking to the power of these things in your life and how I think that they can unlock an abundant life. So I, I definitely just want to start off just getting right into it and asking the question, why is it so important to remain grateful? And how is that the fuel for living our best lives? I believe that gratitude is so powerful that it can pull us out of the darkest places. In my own life, anytime I get a little bit depressed or down on myself, I I usually start to have a woe is me attitude or a who am I attitude and mindset. And if I will just take a minute, step back, refocus, and try to be grateful and count my blessings, literally start naming things out loud that I'm grateful for my mood will start to improve. And I think it's really difficult to be mad when you're grateful. It's really difficult to be sad when you're grateful. As I've talked about before on this podcast, I feel like I have suffered from clinical depression in the past. I know that there are chemical imbalances and reasons why people become depressed that aren't just situational, but I still think that this will help you. I still think 100% that this will help you. And there's different types of gratitude. There's being grateful to God and there's being grateful to others. And I want to talk about both today. By being grateful, I also believe that we attract more blessings to our life. I think that a lot of that is similar to the laws of attraction and things that are, are taught a lot today. But I also think it's the principles of reaping and sowing. If you want to talk about it from a faith standpoint, which... That's what we call it. We call it reaping and sowing and biblical principles of that. But a lot of people call it karma or they call it the law of attraction or things like that. The secret. That's what that book was about. And I don't want to get new agey, but I I really think that there's a fundamental law of the universe that what goes up must come down. That by being grateful, we end up receiving more blessings. I also think that entitlement is the opposite of gratitude. Entitlement says, I deserve this, but gratitude says, thank you for this, even though I don't deserve it. Gratitude is rooted in humility, and entitlement is rooted in pride. And I think that's a really important distinction to make. I could be wrong, but I don't think there's a Bible verse that says, say thank you to people. But it talks about humility a lot. Humble yourself before others. Be thankful for your blessings. Be grateful for your blessings. Count your blessings. All of those things are pointing to gratitude. So while it may not lay it out and say, thou shalt say thank you, it's implied all through the Bible. And I honestly think it's just being a decent human. Even if you're not a Christian, I think that you can subscribe to this. I think, you know, and I like to think that a lot of the principles that I've been talking about on my podcast apply to everyone, regardless of religion. So I don't want to get overly religious on this, but I just want everyone to know that I'm not coming from, when I talk about the laws of attraction, I'm not coming from a new age place. 
And I'm also not coming from a purely just only biblical place. Like, I think that there's a lot of data to back this up in terms of mental health and well-being and how gratitude equals positivity. And I think that we have a big problem in our culture with entitlement. It's not just the millennial generation either. I think it spans multiple generations, and I think it's been a problem for a long time. And yeah, I mean, there might be more entitlement or more entitled people in a generation or however you want to view it, but I don't like generalizations like that. And I think that if we are honest with ourselves, we all have something to learn in this topic. And I think if we're looking at it from a standpoint of like, well, more millennials are entitled. Okay, well, more baby boomers are judgmental. So it's like, it's, you know, it's a toss up. Entitlement says, and and the reason I'm saying this like this and saying entitlement says is I want everyone to be asking themselves while they're listening to this, do I lean more towards gratitude or do I lean more towards entitlement? And we all have issues with entitlement. Everyone does. Everyone's going to have a moment of entitlement at least once in their life. So no one is exempt from this. But entitlement says, I don't have a responsibility to anyone around me. And gratitude says, I want to make the people around me feel loved and appreciated. And whenever I say that entitlement says, I deserve this, and gratitude says, thank you for this, even though I don't deserve it, I want to go back to that a minute and just expand on that and say that there are plenty of things that I know that we work hard for and we do really earn in this world. But that doesn't mean that we still shouldn't be grateful for the opportunity to have earned it, to live in this great nation and have all of the amazing blessings of being born a U.S. citizen for the most part. And and I, I do have some listeners that are outside the U.S., but I think, yeah, I think it's safe to say if you're listening to something on a device that was uploaded to the internet halfway around the world, then you're probably among the more privileged of society. And you might be asking yourself or asking me, you might be yelling at the radio right now and asking yourself, how can I be grateful when so many bad things are happening to me and around me? And I think that gratefulness is just simply looking at the silver lining of any situation and saying, well, it can always be worse. And I know that that sounds bad, but most of the time, unless you're dead, it can literally always be worse. And I think that being grateful for your life, even on a very basic level, just for the breath in your lungs, is something that can start to re-energize you. Count your blessings. It will help you. I promise. It will It will help you to sit down and write them down in a list. I found a really good book that I gifted a friend, and it is 52 lists for happiness. The whole book is you're supposed to do one list a week and it walks you through lists of things that make you happy and things that you're grateful for. And it's kind of hard. Like I was reading some of it and it kind of kicked my butt a little bit. You know, I feel like I'm pretty grateful for stuff, but it made me feel like I need to definitely express that more and write it down more and count them more for sure. Because in the face of hardship and make no mistake, there will be hardship in your life. Something will be hard in your life. I believe that there's no greater tool than gratitude. It's a tool and it's, it's a power tool. (laughs) That's so cheesy, but it is, it's a powerful tool that you can use to 
dig yourself out of a hole, out of a slump, out of a rut. And honestly, next time you're feeling and you're having a depressive day and you're laying in bed and you don't want to get up and you don't want to do anything and you're having, you're dealing with imposter syndrome, which if you don't know what that is, we're going to do a, a podcast episode on that. Start being grateful. Start saying it out loud or writing it down, your blessings and what you're thankful for in your life. And I promise that your mood will turn around. I promise it will. But maybe you're one of those people that doesn't really think that you have a problem with gratitude or that you aren't even a little bit entitled. And like I said earlier, entitlement is in all of us to some degree. No one is perfectly exempt from feeling entitled at some point. But the difference between someone who is geared towards gratefulness and someone who is geared towards entitlement is not hard to tell. I believe that there is a lack of power in entitlement. If I'm going to talk about the power of gratitude, then I'm going to talk about the lack of power in entitlement. I believe that entitlement is often combined with a victim mentality or a woe is me attitude. The reason I know that gratitude is the opposite or the antidote to entitlement is because gratefulness will yank you out of that victim mindset so quick, which is what I was literally just talking about. I'm not saying that everyone who's depressed is playing the victim. I really don't think that. I was, I'm, this is definitely two separate people that I'm talking about. But someone who is kind of having a woe is me or down on themselves day or mentality, maybe it's a week, month, year, years, gratitude is the antidote to that. Gratitude is what you're missing. It's really difficult to remain a victim when you're grateful for your life, for the breath in your lungs for mere survival. Gratitude says, at least I survived. And you build from there. If your life is has been so bad, and, and I, I know that some of my listeners have had really, really terrible times, late, especially lately. But if you cannot be thankful for anything else, be thankful for the breath in your lungs, because you matter. You're important. You have a purpose here. I also think that gratitude is a tool that can heal I think gratitude can heal a multitude of hurts and in our own lives as well as in other people's lives. I I almost think it's more powerful than an apology even. It's definitely super powerful when combined with an apology. I'm sorry and thank you for showing me how I was wrong. I'm sorry and thank you for everything you've done for me. I'm sorry that I was taking you for granted. Oh, gratitude is just so big. I just am kind of having these thoughts all at once. But I just think it's a really important thing that we need to think about more than we do. And we need to express that. I think that gratefulness can help us get over a petty disagreement all the way to a major falling out. I think it's hard to stay mad at someone who you are grateful to and grateful for. If I'm truly grateful to you for the love and blessings you add to my life, how can I stay mad at you? I can be, I can get mad at you, but how can I stay mad at you when I really think about it? So next time you're really mad at someone, force yourself to think about the blessings that they add to your life. And if they don't, maybe they're a toxic person that you need to consider setting boundaries with. But if you're having a petty disagreement with someone who adds value to your life, loves you, has blessed you, focus on those blessings and it will help you work to forgive them. And I also think it doesn't have to be this big drawn out emotional outpouring, sometimes just a simple thank you can go a really long way, a really long way. One of my dad's biggest things that he always taught us by example, and also sometimes by lecture, is gratitude. Pretty much every night at dinner growing up, 
I heard my dad bless the food and thank God for his blessings and really mean it. I've never met anyone else who gets choked up every time they pray except for my dad. But my dad is 100% that guy. Anytime I've heard him verbally out loud, thank God for his blessings, he always gets a little bit choked up. Like I said before, that's definitely one of my greatest blessings and something that I know that not a lot of people have is an amazing father. If everything else in my life fell apart, I can always go back and and say, thank you for blessing me with an amazing father. But my dad always taught me that gratitude is a building block and the foundation of solid character. Like it's one of his biggest pet peeves whenever somebody doesn't say thank you for something. And I don't think it's because he does things to hear a thank you. I know that that's not why he does it. But I think that it's because he knows. He knows that gratitude is the secret. He knows that that's the key. I think to him, it maybe just points to someone who's lacking a solid character. And that maybe bothers him more than the personal, more than him feeling personally slighted. I think it's just kind of disappointing that someone doesn't have the character to do that. So I want to encourage you this week to try to say thank you to someone in a situation where you wouldn't normally. And I don't mean to a stranger. I think that's too easy. I mean, it's easy to thank a stranger for holding open your door or giving you your food at a restaurant, which we all should be. We all should be nicer. We all should be kinder. So I'm definitely not saying that you shouldn't do that. But I mean, to a family member or close friend that you feel grateful for, but maybe you haven't really expressed it as much as you should. And you know what I'm talking about, because as I'm saying it, you're literally thinking of that person. But express that gratitude. Tell them thank you. Buy them a thank you gift. Write them a thank you card. If you can't say it verbally, cards are the way to go. Gifts are the way to go. Definitely make sure that the people in your life feel appreciated. And I I think this is so important because I think so much strife in our lives is caused by a lack of gratitude. So much strife in our relationships is caused by a lack of gratitude. Everybody wants to be at peace. Everyone is constantly seeking peace. We talk so much in our society these days about anxiety and depression and lack of peace and how no one can find peace and panic attacks. And once again, I know those things are chemical, but I think also sometimes we, here's, here's a thought for you. We don't express gratitude enough to the, the blessings in our life, the people who are blessings, and we don't set boundaries with toxic people. Those two things will fix most of your anxiety in your life, I believe. I mean, there's a lot of things, but, (laughs) but I think that that's a big, I think that's a big one because most of our anxiety deals with other people and our relationship to them or with them. We worry about what people think about us. We worry if we upset someone or hurt someone's feelings, or if someone doesn't text us back right away, we think they're mad at us. It's, there's just this constant fear of losing a relationship, I think. But I think if we nurtured that relationship with a little bit of gratitude, we wouldn't fear that as much. And they would reciprocate it back to us. There's something about the exchange of thank you and you're welcome, or it's my pleasure. It's a give and take and you get it both ways. So when I throw out a thank you, I know that I've got something coming back, whether it's a smile or a you're welcome or a hug or a no problem. There's going to be a mutual understanding and agreement of appreciation in that moment. And I honestly think even if you're great at gratitude, we can never be too grateful. There's one phrase that we can never get tired of hearing, and that is, thank you.
you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe by going to Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker, or Overcast. New episodes posted every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Eastern. If you'd like to support this podcast, go to anchor.fm slash Danielle Elizabeth Inc. and click on support. This podcast is mixed and mastered by Jaron Nix of Desperado Sound.